But what I will say is that going to music festivals and going to these experiences and meeting new people and taking psychedelics and doing all these different things ultimately set me on this spiritual awakening through music. Hey there, welcome to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. Hosted by me, Emma Capotis. Each week, I'll be covering everything from dance music culture, industry news, trending topics, and festival tips, advice, and reviews. You can also expect to hear stories from ravers, artists, business owners, and more. Tune in every Wednesday for your weekly dose of peace, love, unity, and respect. Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I am your host, Emma Capotis. Guys, we are in such a good energy today. I hope you can feel that through your AirPods or whatever you're listening through, but oof, we are in such a good energy and you know what it is? It's because we're going to see Adam Bayer back-to-back Serez D tonight. That is why we're in such a good energy. There's just something about knowing that you're going to see Eric Prids that just that and there's like an eclipse tonight and a new moon like all this shit is happening in the world so we're letting go of things we're releasing we're bringing in the new um and i think we're going to be closing out this year on a really really high note so i'm so excited um so that is what i'm up to this weekend i'm going car shopping i was supposed to go car shopping today but my car is like on its last legs i've had it since college and it like almost doesn't start every time I get in it and it's like this whole thing so fingers crossed I get to Brooklyn tonight knock on wood um but that's kind of where I'm at um I'm also gearing up for our final episode of the year which if some of you guys are new here the final episode the last like three years is my best of EDM episode so we kind of it's all music we look back on the year we talk about the top artists the top tracks albums labels collaborations like all that good stuff so i'm really excited for that episode um so i am taking submissions for that you guys so you can send in uh your submissions to raveculturecast at gmail.com or you can head over to our facebook group i have a post um pinned in the group where you can comment and vote for your favorites from this past year so that's everything we've got going on uh but before we dive into everything else today i wanted to share a quick message from today's sponsors so first and foremost, we have Raverade, who we love working with, uh, and we're going to be talking about a lot today because we have a founder, Tyler, on later today. But um, Raverade is essentially a, an elevated hydration stick, so it's a little powder, and you pour it in your water, and you shake it up, and you can drink it before, during, or after a festival. Um, it helps you stay more hydrated, but it's a daily supplement as well. I like to drink it um, if I'm feeling like a little hungover or something like that because it's packed with really good stuff. Uh, It's got a blend of neuroprotectants, electrolytes, trace minerals, and sustainably sourced organic ingredients. Um, It also is vegan-friendly, guys, stimulant-free. There's no 5-HTP in it and no artificial sweeteners. Um, The flavoring is still really, really good, but... um, They basically are just trying to help ravers recover quickly and have a safer experience. And you're going to find out why all of this came to be later today uh, because we do have Tyler on, like I mentioned. So head over to drinkravery.com. There will be a link down below in the show notes and you guys can use the discount code EMMAK to save money. Again, that's drinkravery.com, code EMMAK. I also want to shout out Glow Effects. Guys, GlowFX is back. They're a fan and podcast favorite. I've been working with them for years. You know I love them. But um, they 
are your go-to for all of your rave gear needs. They have glasses, kaleidoscope goggles, all the flow toys you can possibly need. And this holiday season, they are doing 12 days of Christmas deals starting on December 6th through the 20th. There will be new deals every single day on the website. So you can shop their full collection of rave items, maybe pick up a gift for yourself or your rave fam or an EDM, EDM fan in your life. But um, now is a really good time to stock up on stuff for festival season next year. So head over to glowfx.com. And again, you can use code MK for 10% off your orders. That's GlowFX doing their 12 days of Christmas deals, December 6th through the 20th. All right, guys, with all of that said, um, a couple quick announcements. Like I said, get your submissions in for Best of EDM. Uh, and then, of course, the new merch line is out. So thank you to everybody who has bought merch so far. Um, if you want to check it out, there will be a link down below in the show notes. But um, other than that, rate, review, subscribe, you know the deal. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. I don't have any recommendations this week, guys, um, for music. I'm like still trying to figure out that segment if I want to keep it or lose it. So you guys let me know what you think. I'm always, always, always open to your feedback. So let me know if you guys like like the weekly artist recommendations or set recommendations um, because I'll keep it in if you guys enjoy it. But let's talk about Tyler. So Tyler is one of these people who he has like a really incredible story, but he's very in touch with himself and he's a very deep person. And I feel like when you talk to him, I don't know, there's just like so much like understanding and wisdom there for a young person um and he's going to be doing a lot of really cool things when it comes to again like personal growth and development and spirituality so stay on the lookout for all those things but uh tyler hardy you guys can follow him at ty underscore at lightwalker he is the owner of raverade which i mentioned before um and today you're going to little learn a little bit more about his background as a raver. So how he got into the rave scene um, and an incident that happened with him and his rave fam at a festival that led him to create Raverade. So it's a, it's a really interesting story and it's a cautionary tale that a lot of people have potentially gone through. Um, but from there, he's just grown so much as a person and he has developed not only Raverade, but this community that's kind of becoming bigger than just like obviously a hydration stick. There's so much more to come. So we're going to be talking about all of that. We're going to talk about what it's like owning a business in the EDM scene and getting it off the ground and running. Um, So I hope you guys really enjoy his story. Please go show him some love and support. And with all that being said, please join me in welcoming Tyler Hardy of Raverade to the podcast. So guys, before I kick things off here, I just wanted to preface this by saying um, that there are so many incredible stories in this community and people that inspire me um, with what they choose to invest their time in and how they're helping other people in this community. And today's guest is one of those people. So I have Tyler Hardy here at aka at Ty underscore Lightwalker, who is the owner of Raverade, an all natural hydration stick that is helping ravers stay healthy and transform their lives. Um, He's going to tell you all about why he got that started and what it means. Um, And we're going to dive into so many different topics today. So I'm super excited he's here. Tyler, welcome to the podcast. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. I've been wanting to get on your podcast for quite some time. So it's like kind of like a dream come true for me. And hopefully we can put together an amazing episode for your audience. And uh, yeah, just spread the word and, and share some love and impact. Yes, let's do it. And you you are also a podcaster as well. So it's kind of nice 
having people on who, who kind mm-hmm. of like understand this medium and you've already got the professional setup and the totem in the background. <laughs> if you guys are listening, he has the Raverade totem, which was a beacon of light at EDC Las Vegas. So we could easily find the team in the crowd. Um, actually, let me ask you about that. How was your EDC experience, by the way? Uh, it was the best one that I've ever been to without a doubt. Like it, it was just, it, it was different going there with a purpose. Like that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing that's been different about like having a company in the community is like before it's like you go there and you consume and it's like, you see the same sets and you know, you, you're with pretty much the same people and stuff like that. But now it's like, I feel like I have a way bigger reason to be there. So it adds that much more like emphasis to the experience. Like everything just seems like brighter and happier and like the chance to meet like people like you, for example, like there's a good chance mm-hmm. that you and I probably wouldn't have crossed paths had I not started this business and you started mm-hmm. your business. So it's just like, the amount of like new experiences through osmosis that happens from, you know, finding something that you're passionate about, like really enhances every aspect of your life. So it was without a doubt, my favorite EDC, like the music, I can't even think there wasn't even a bad set all weekend. Like it was just good. The people (laughs) that we were with, we were able to take a bunch of first timers and like, you know, pass out a bunch of rave rage sticks, do the meetup, like just meet a lot of people. Um, I met a girl who, came up to me and like, this is my favorite part of the entire weekend. Like Mm -hmm. by far, I had a girl that I met, um, on, on Thursday night when we got there to the campsite and she found the totem, which is super easy to find. And Mm -hmm. if you ever at a festival and you see this totem, like it's the (laughs) Raver Day team, you can't miss it. So I met a girl come up to me and she said, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that I got in a car crash at the beginning of the year. And I've been taking rave raid cause I got a brain injury from it. And the rave raid has been helping me. I feel like with my memory and cognition, like it's helping me live a better wow. quality of life. And like, it really like hit home to me of like, that is why we're doing it. That's mm-hmm. the main reason why we were doing what we we're doing. You know, maybe it wasn't directly for that exact, mm-hmm. but as a byproduct of us, you know, pouring our love and passion into what we're doing, it impacted somebody's life and that's mm-hmm. going to impact their future family's life. And like, you know, you don't realize like when you really like invest yourself into something passionately, like what that's doing for the course of, you know, the Mm -hmm. collective and, you know, human trajectory. So it's, it's really a beautiful thing, but without a doubt, best, best CDC I've ever been to, like they went over the top of the production, like the fireworks show that the Al drone, like it was just like, it was really special, honestly. And I'm, I'm glad I was able to, to experience that. That is so cool. Yeah. It becomes, it kind of like becomes bigger than yourself. And I know you take that to heart when you hear a comment like that. So that's like really, really incredible that she shared that story with you. And I have so many questions for you about where this came from. And, but first and foremost, I want to know about you as a person before we dive into Raverade. So can you give like a little like 411 on who Tyler is? (laughs) Yeah. So, so basically, so I grew up in a town, like with 800 people in Texas when I was a kid. And then we ended up relocating here to Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, almost died when I was eight years old. And luckily I'm here. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Very crazy experience, but I'm actually super grateful for it. Um, it's given me a different perspective on life for sure. Wow. But um, basically I have been in the rave scene since 2018. My very first festival was EDC 2018. Went on a two week notice, like had no idea what I was getting myself into. Like didn't even know like anything about EDM, like mm-hmm. we were like, we were at seven lions set and I kept calling him seven dragons because I thought that was his name. (laughs) I knew absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And, but there was a catalytic moment in my life experience where I experienced something different. 
mm-hmm. something that was outside the realm of my ordinary life. And it got me excited. It really got me excited about living and learning and wanting to know more about myself and more about others and how I can make an impact in the world. And it's just kind of led me down this like very interesting journey through EDM. Like it's been a healing journey through music that I've experienced. It's been very spiritual. It's been very um, expansive. It's also been very challenging at times as well due to some, you know, poor, uh, poor choices and, you know, not taking the best care of myself that I could have in the experiences and stuff like that. So um, mm-hmm. part of like what we do is like, we want to educate people on how to avoid some of those common pitfalls, you know, mm-hmm. in regards to like going to music festivals, cause it can be a lot on the body. There's substances that are involved that if you're doing too frequently, it really can mess with your mental health. And a lot mm-hmm. of people don't like to go talk to their doctors about that stuff because you know, in fear of, you know, being judged or condemned for that. So it's like, how can we help people become more aware, you know, and that's kind mm-hmm. of been the journey. And I've always wanted to like serve something greater than myself, because I think that's the greatest way to live is to serve something or someone greater than yourself. And so basically what ended up happening, like kind of fast forward a little bit, I've been went on the kind of a, a, a marathon of music festivals. Like we were going to one major music festival a month, at least like just one after another. It's like, you you get, you catch the, (laughs) catch the wave. And then you're like, your friends are sending lineups and we're just like, shoot, should we do it? We should do it. And then we just Mm -hmm. like constantly traveling. And it kind of, kind of caught up to me after a while. And I was actually considering, you know, kind of exiting out of the EDM community because I was, I was like, I'm just going, I'm just standing there. Like I'm really not getting new experiences. I kind of got like, felt like I was doing the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. And then we were at EDC in 2019. And what ended up happening was my, it was day three. Um, it was like five o'clock in the morning. Like we're on the, like the tail end of the weekend. Mm -hmm. And, um, a friend of mine in the house that we ended up staying at, we ended up, our Rayfam had a house with 55 people in it. And so I met a bunch of new people really cool experience, but there was a girl in my group that, um, her water pack ended up breaking her bladder actually ended up leaking and she wasn't keeping up on her hydration. So we were at a, the final set of base pod and we were at the rail and I was standing on the rail and this person was one person away from me. And I remember looking at that person and then I looked back up at the screen. It was like super bright, like base pods, like notorious for having like incredibly bright, uh, visual Mm -hmm. screens. And then I looked again to my left and, um, she wasn't there and I looked back and I just saw like her boots, boots on the ground or her feet were up and she's on the ground having a seizure. And it was, um, yeah, it was, it was a scary experience because it was like, you stand there and you understand like the fragility of life. And Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of humility there. Cause you're like, I want to help this person. There's literally nothing that I can do, you know, other than try to keep them safe and, you know, keep them from physically, you know, hurting themselves Mm -hmm. while they're they're experiencing that. And so she ends up, you know, convulsing for about a minute. And then the EMTs and paramedics kind of showed up and like pushed me off of her. And then she woke, she came to, and she was kind of like freaking out a little bit and Mm -hmm. disoriented. And then they're like, Hey, can you calm her down? I was like, yeah, that's what what I was trying to do from the get go. But yeah. Um, but basically like she woke up, we got her to the med tent. She ended up being okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very like humbling experience. Right. Cause I think that's a pretty much any person's worst fear is that something would happen to one of your friends or someone you care about at a music festival. And so in the middle of all of that. Yeah. That's a super humbling experience. I think for probably everybody who witnessed that too, mm-hmm. including her. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's very humbling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause like you go there for a good time. You go there with the expectation that everything's mm-hmm. going to go smoothly. And sometimes like when unforeseen things happen, like a cause and effect, the cause was that, you know, whatever she was doing, plus the fact that she 
was dehydrated, perpetuated, mm-hmm. and caused an effect of her having a seizure. And, yeah. you know, what at the time I was working in a professional job where I was selling high-end supplements to people over the phone. So, you know, I kind of went back to that. You know, I ended up asking, you know, the universe, God, whatever you believe in. I asked, I was like, what was the purpose of experiencing that? There's, there's a, there's a reason for everything and something Mm -hmm. that significant, like it just didn't happen for no reason. Like, why was I the one that was there to experience that? And then I was actually, so I quit that job. Um, I I walked away to start my insurance career. I was actually in Michigan driving home from some life insurance appointments and just driving home. It was a long day. You know, I was driving Mm -hmm. like two hours, one way to commute to some of the appointments. Like it was just, you know, an interesting life experience. And then the idea popped in like a hydration stick for ravers. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I literally didn't sleep for two days. Like I, Mm -hmm. I called like everyone who like was really close to me. I was like, do you think this is possible? Like, like, what do you think about this idea? And like unanimously, everyone was like, you need to do this. Like you need to figure out how to do this. Like, this is something that you need to do. And so I just kept, you know, I was like, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. And I knew nothing. I knew nothing. I knew I had a good background on supplementation. So I knew what I wanted in the product, mm-hmm. but I didn't know where to go. I didn't have any contacts. I didn't know like what the process was. I didn't understand how packaging works. I didn't understand how fulfillment works. Like I'd never owned a business, like right. a real business before, but I didn't really think about those things. It was like one of those things that like I got in, I've gotten in so deep with it that I was like, well, I have to figure this out. You will find a way. Yeah. Exactly. And the answers always present themselves to you. And I think that's like a good life lesson is like, sometimes it doesn't matter. You don't need to know every small detail. You just need to take the first step. And when you take the first step, the answers and the resources will come to you exactly when they're supposed to, when you're ready to receive them. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like been the journey of Rave Raid at that point. So basically, hopefully that answers that question. That tells you a little bit about me leading up to the mm-hmm. inception of Rave Raid, which was only crazy, right? This is the inception, the idea, yeah. the idea of Rave Raid was a little bit over a year ago. Insane. Yeah. Just the the whole path. But I mean, do you think just to go back a little bit, like, do you think your life lessons, cause it, it does come together in a way. It's not like you knew nothing. One, it sounds to me like you are more of like a spiritual person or you're somebody who is in tune with yourself that you're able mm-hmm. to like, listen to yourself and know when it's time to act on something. But then you also have these life experiences and jobs that can at least give you the knowledge to get started on this type of company. Plus add on top of that, the EDC experience with your friend, it kind of like, it's one of those weird moments where like all of these things that you don't know that connect, connect all of a sudden you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. I get it. Like this job helped me get to this place. And this girl helped me get here. Like Mm -hmm. was your upbringing or anything like that? Like, how did you get to be like, so in touch with yourself and our, yeah, your spiritual side. Thank you for asking that. (laughs) I I kind of tend to skip over those things a little bit. Um, but basically like truthfully, I didn't grow up in any sort of religious household, no belief system whatsoever, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't say like atheist or anything like that. I just didn't, I had no belief system at all. Didn't even Mm -hmm. believe in myself for that matter. And what ended up happening was I got connected to, um, a spirit guide worker who's uh, local to me. And I just had a, like a very profound experience with her, but backdating it a little bit, like that first experience, the EDC, like I really felt like kind of kicked that off. Like it started like this journey, but yeah, mm-hmm. and what I've come to realize is that everything is absolutely perfect. And when you can mm-hmm. actually admit to yourself and come to, come to a place in yourself with like, with love and gratitude for yourself and understand, like you chose this experience, like in the time I didn't realize that 
each one of those like life lessons and jobs were, were kind of gearing me up for this. But then it all it does click at some point. You're like, oh my gosh, like there was perfection in every single thing that I've done. And that's ultimately led me to what I would call like almost like a destiny in a way. It's like I, I know that I'm supposed to do this. I have like um like my team and I have like we feel this moral and like moral obligation to actually make this happen for the community because personally, mm-hmm. like I don't want anyone to ever go through an experience like what my friend went through or what I had to go through and mm-hmm. take care of my friend. Like if I can prevent that for one person and right. the team I can prevent that for one person, it's worth doing. But to answer your question, like I didn't have any sort of like spiritual background, but mm-hmm. what I will say is that going to music festivals and going to these experiences and meeting new people and taking psychedelics and doing all these different things ultimately sent me on this spiritual awakening through music. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy to me is it's possible for every single one of us. It's always happening. The universe is always talking to us. It's always interacting with us in, in very unique ways that until you become aware, you don't even realize that it's happening. Mm-hmm. But then when you realize it's happening, you're like, like, what the fuck? Like this has been happening the whole time. I just haven't noticed. Yeah. So music was the catalyst. The music festivals were the catalyst for my spiritual growth and progression. And it's been a beautiful thing. It's been, you know, some of the most ups ever. Like I realized where I wanted to head. And then I went down this Mm -hmm. journey of understanding what I was trying to discover in myself, which was more self-love and more compassion for others. And through that process, like I even went through what I would call like a dark night of my own soul, where I went to a really, really dark spot in the journey of music. Mm -hmm. I really feel like I kind of lost myself in a lot of ways through not taking good care of myself, not being aware, being Mm -hmm. around the wrong people who didn't uplift my energy, um, substance, substances, you know what I mean? Like using substances too frequently and most importantly with poor intention or no intention whatsoever. So ultimately I think that's the biggest thing is it started, it added up. You know what I mean? Like I was burning Mm -hmm. it and I was working a professional job that I didn't necessarily love. Like I was burning it from uh, the candle from both ends and it finally, it caught up to me. And then this idea came and it like reignited my love and made me remember like why I love the community, which is the Mm -hmm. people. And so it essentially brought me through and actually, I mean, you can't really see my tattoos, but like my entire left sleeve of my arm, like is is documented that entire journey of going through like going through my spiritual awakening and, and understanding myself more and going through like the deepest, darkest parts of myself mm-hmm. to be able to understand and love that part of myself. So then that way I can actually be of service to others because mm-hmm. I, I feel that you can't fully be of service to others until you can be fully of service to yourself. Yep. And once you do that, you're able to really, you know, radiate like massive amounts of love and mm-hmm. service to others. So essentially like, that's what, the rave raid means to me it, it yeah. truth truthfully like when i was in michigan um doing what i was doing like it was it was killing me mm-hmm. and because i wasn't passionate about it i didn't love it like it was just something i was doing for money and like it just it wasn't it for me mm-hmm. like, like rave raid in a way saved my life because it pulled me to a different level of understanding a different way of living something that i want to share with as many people as possible and so i owe everything to it and as a result, like I want to give that to everyone in the community because they mm-hmm. deserve it. I want, I want them to go through the same experience that I went through, Right. like to, to go to the highest of highs, to go to the lowest of lows, to love themselves in the lowest of lows and come out of it on the other side as the best version of themselves, the, the version that they love the most of themselves. Like, that's what mm-hmm. I want because that's where they enter a level of genius that absolutely 
changes the world. Cause I think some of the most beautiful, amazing people on the planet reside inside of our community, mm-hmm. the most gifted, bright, intelligent people, the people that like really are the movers and shakers that could actually change the world are in the community, but they may not even realize it yet. Right. How do we get them to that point where they realize it? I could not agree with you more. It's so, it's so cool to talk to you too at like this point after having gone through all of that. And I have to say too, like, I know you said this is a short span of time, like a little over a year, but isn't it crazy when you find that thing, like when you figured out it was going to be ravery, like how fast it all happens after that. Well, it's just like, once that click happens, life speeds up so quickly. I feel the same. I feel like the last th- fucking four years of my life mm-hmm. <laughs> since I started a YouTube channel till now have like gone crazy, but that's beautiful. What you said, I, I really think people are going to resonate with, with what you're talking about. Thank you. And I, and I appreciate you like reflecting that back to me as well, because like uh, a bad a habit that I, I am working on is like, mm-hmm. I know where I, I know where I'm going to take it or where I would like to take it with the team. And subsequently, sorry, I froze mm-hmm. there. Subsequently, there um, subsequently, like I, I know where I want to take the team and I know where I want to take the mission. I know the impact that we want to make. And sometimes I don't give myself the time to stop and appreciate entirely like what it is that we're creating, mm-hmm. how fast it's happening. Like it's happened fast. Like we really, yeah. I would say have truly been in business for six months. Like we've been working on it for a year, That's but we've crazy. really been in business for like six months. Like we've been really going hard since like, basically like SMF right in that time range. Like that's when we've really like had a good offering. We've had a great product. Like, you know, we're really starting to make impact in the community. So really, yeah, it's been, it's happened very fast and I'm super grateful for that. I'm grateful for people like you because like without people like you, people like aid, our ambassadors, like all the people who are listening to this, people who have bought our product, like without you guys, like it's nothing. It's just an idea. Like it's all about you guys. So the main focus of the team is how can we serve you guys? And that's why we've created mm-hmm. like our rave shaman program to help improve people's mental health. And, you know, we're doing, we're trying to do more things than just be a product. We're trying to be a movement towards a better reality, not only for the yep. community, but everyone that it's going to affect outside of the community one day. Yeah. We were just talking before we came on, like, yeah, you got to walk before you run, but so many possibilities outside of the product, especially like being this community that is mental health is a big thing and also wellness. And you keep seeing more and more events, um, putting a spotlight on that by having like these wellness programs and speakers. And I love that they, they offer that. So it's more than just, you're going to the music festival for the weekend. Like there's things you can do outside of it, especially if it's a camping festival. So, I'm, I'm, you're speaking to the queen of not acknowledging things. And just like, once you hit one milestone, you're ready for the next and you don't like, let it sit with you for a second. So no, yeah, this would be good. We'll look back on this episode. (laughs) It's a beautiful balance. Like you, you want to keep continuously moving forward, but I think that there's an importance in like, like feeling and embracing and opening your heart to a positive experience because you're, you're essentially reinforcing to the universe that you want to have more of those experiences. And so Mm -hmm. it's important that like, when you have a big accomplishment, when you hit that milestone, like you celebrate it, you acknowledge yourself, you acknowledge the people that got you there. And then you sit with that for a little bit, Mm -hmm. be thankful for the experience. And then it's like, okay, what's next? Like it becomes an addiction, really like a healthy addiction. And it's a beautiful beautiful (laughs) thing, honestly, like we, yeah. Life's amazing. It is. And I mean, since this, since you are looking after, like you said, your own 
health and you've made some changes personally, like for, for people listening that whether they're like a beginner or something like that, how do you look after your health now while attending music festivals? Like, do you have a routine or anything like that that you do? Yeah. So generally speaking, like we're, we're, we're massive proponents at Rave Raid of like diaphragmatic breathing. So stuff like Wim Hof breathing. So we all do Wim Hof together as a group and things like ice baths are really good. I'm a huge advocate of meditation. I would say um, meditations without meditation, I wouldn't have created Rave Raid because I wouldn't have had the awareness to piece the dots together. Um, yoga, like anytime a festival has like a yoga offering, like it's good to get up and move your body and, and stretch it. Um, mm-hmm setting good intentions, setting good boundaries for yourself is really important too at festivals. Like if you don't want to go see something, don't go see something. You know what I mean? If you want to go do something else, if you need to go take a break, go do that. Like don't just sit there and get, you know, faced up by music for eight hours straight and not have Mm -hmm. a good time. Like I think, I think it's just having more awareness, um, just in how I feel as well and not pushing it too hard. I think that's Mm -hmm. the ultimate thing is like the longevity. Like if I had any advice for somebody is like, if you're going to go to festivals back to back to back to back, like be prepared to, you know, make sure to give yourself ample amounts of rest in between, make sure you're staying hydrated, like take rave raid, like everything in there Mm -hmm. is directly intentional to help you recover, to help you in the festival, to help you after the festival, like every single spec that is in that product has an intention to help you in some way, shape or form, whether that's helping with your hydration, helping your immune system, stay strong, helping out with neuroprotection, protecting your brain, promoting neurogenesis to help uh, repair damaged brain cells. Like there's so many things in there. The glutamine is great for your muscles. The magnesium is amazing for your jaw. Like Mm -hmm. the entire ingredient list, you're like, okay, every single thing is here for a purpose. And Mm -hmm. that's what I would recommend is like, just giving yourself time, becoming more aware. Like I just remember when I first started, like when I was like, when I kind of went, like kind of went off the deep end with it was like, I just wasn't aware. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was chasing the high, chasing the experience, like not thinking and having like mind body awareness of like, okay, you get, this thing has a limited capability here. You know what I mean? If Mm -hmm. you keep burning it at both ends, like it's going to come at a cost, you know what I mean? And I think that's the big thing really is just Mm-hmm. giving yourself time and space when you need to is like, I think yeah. the thing is like, I'm not in a rush to get anywhere. Like I don't stress myself out when I'm at festivals. Like I just focus on being present, being in the moment and spending time with the people that I care about and making an impact. Like, I think if you do that and you go there, if you mm-hmm. go there for the right reasons, like everything in your life. So your entire reality outside of you is just a reflection of your internal state. So if you're experiencing a feeling of gratitude and love and joy and expansion and abundance. Like you're going to attract in an experience that validates that belief system. The opposite mm-hmm. is the opposite is true too. So if you go into a festival with the wrong intentions and you're not taking good care of yourself and you're not doing good prep before you go in and your mind's in the wrong place. And then you take something that could mm-hmm. potentially blow up in your subconscious mind to whatever the experience is, you're going to attract in potentially something that you don't necessarily want. But in reality, you realize like you're the one in control of that. So taking that mm-hmm. time, not rushing, making sure you're hydrated, making sure you're taking your rave raid, making sure that your body feels good, making sure you're stretching, making sure you're around people that you're comfortable with. Like those are the things that ultimately dictate the experience that you have. Right. Right. 100%. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that answers that question. I was a little bit all over the place, but like, no, it does. It's so true. Well, like you said, we were chatting about EDC before. Um, and we, we both felt like it was like our favorite year yet. We had the most incredible experience. And like, I obviously read all my comments and get a lot of feedback. And I had a lot of people who didn't have a great experience. And my first reaction is just like, 
empathy because I really feel for people who didn't have that same amazing time. And then I wonder about like all the factors that could potentially go into somebody not having a good experience, which there are so many. Um, but I completely agree with you on like all of those different factors you meant mentioned contributing to having I, a better I experience. Guess, yeah. I guess the way to look at it, it's like, what things can you control cause mm -hmm. effect heading into a festival is like, are you been getting good sleep? Have you been giving yourself ample amounts of rest? Are you taking good care of your body? Are you putting good food in your body? I think that that right there is a big game changer mm -hmm. right there is like when we go to festivals, like we eat as healthy as possible. Like mm -hmm. that right there makes a huge difference. Like you literally are what you eat. Like, and it's like mm -hmm. you eat foods and you're like, you're replenishing yourself and you're drinking smoothies and like, you're really giving your body the nutrients that it needs. Like our bodies are incredible, incredible machines. Like they can withstand mm -hmm. so much if you give it what it needs to do so. So I, right. I think it's again, but it always comes back down to awareness, like being aware of like what you're doing to yourself or what you're doing for yourself at a festival will ultimately dictate how you feel at the very end of it. Right. For sure. And we didn't, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'm just curious in the last few years, how much has your inner circle changed? Like your inner circle of friends? There's a few that have been there since the beginning. We were friends before we started going to music festivals. Um, yep. I will say the group has gotten maybe a little bit smaller and that, but I mm -hmm. still, like, I still cherish all my relationships, but the main reason is I've been really fortunate is that I'm so fortunate with the people that I have in my, in my group in Ravery, mm -hmm. like they're all growth minded, like Colton, Jake, mm -hmm. Patty, Josiah, like Elliot, like and then everybody else on the Raver 18, like they're all like Sam, like they're all growth minded in regards to becoming better versions of themselves. So like the group hasn't changed that much. The people that we've become have changed, mm -hmm. which is how yeah. it used to be. And sometimes that happens where you'll have someone who's in a group and like they, they're growing and then other people don't want to grow. And that's completely fine. We all get light to choose the way that we want to live our life. And sometimes you end mm -hmm. up in a different group. And I think what, what I'd say is anything is like we've, my circle's changed and I've met more amazing people. Like yeah. you, like aid, like, like Sydney, like there's like are all of our ambassadors, like mm -hmm. random people who buy our product. I've met so many incredible, amazing, beautiful people. So the circle has gotten bigger and like mm -hmm. the relationships have been amazing and beautiful. So it's, it's just been couldn't have, I couldn't ask for anything more, honestly. Yeah, no, I, I just had to ask too. Cause I think, I think that can contribute, um, as well to like you said things that you can control, but sometimes you can also be in a, a situation where maybe the group you're with, you guys are on different wavelengths or want different things or people in your group have different intentions too. So it, it can be I'll tough, just, but I mean, I'll just say like, if you're, if you're not vibing with, <laughs> you're not vibing with your group for some reason, like go get lost on purpose. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's something I will say is like, there've been, there've been a lot of times like where I've been at sets and I'm like, God, I just don't like, I'm not feeling this. Like, this mm -hmm. isn't like what I want to be listening to. And like, I would stay there for the sake of the group. Like if you're like a new raver, an intermediate raver, like a pro raver, like, like mm -hmm. whatever, like if you're not vibing to a certain thing, that's fine. Because like, you might be on a, a path of like being in a, a state of great abundance or like a uh, great gratitude for like your experience. And then you go and listen to music that doesn't line up with that frequency. And it's like throwing you off, like go find what it is that you feel most aligned with. Like, I think that's yep. a great piece of advice. Like if you don't feel aligned with a certain artist, like but your whole, your whole squad is cool. Go get lost. You might go find your favorite, favorite artist that you've never even heard of before. Like that's the yeah. beauty of, of what the experience is, you know? And, and that's, that's why it's so fun. It's like a mm -hmm. mystery sometimes. 
I told, I had like a funny story just popped into my head. Cause like sometimes at EDC Las Vegas, this happened. I went on a mission this time to like do some sets by myself. Cause I've never done that in Vegas. And I've like started to do that now as I've gotten older. So there was one point in the night on Sunday after the Eric Prid set, we all had a different like vibe of where we wanted to go. Some people wanted to do res neon garden, blah, blah, blah. And I had like, in my head, I was going to go see the Dombrowski noise set. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to go on my own guys. I I'm fine. I swear I'm fine. Like you guys go to your thing, but we had had these like incredible sets back to back to back. And we were all like, just feeling the vibes together. And so I like go off on my adventure by myself and they all went to neon garden and I took like a hard left. I like changed my mind mid being like through my walk. I was like, I don't really want to be by myself right now. I want to be back with, with the rave fam. And I just mm -hmm. like went right back around and like totally skipped the set. But I feel like, yeah, you just got to go where the vibes are and with how you're feeling in the night. But yeah. I like that you said growth minded people that re I really resonated with that. Cause I feel the same. I feel like once you are on your life path, the right people start to come in your life too. And you, it always surprises me how much I have in common with these people and like how much our life aligns. It's like, it blows my mind all the time. It's crazy. It was, yeah. It's just, it's insane. Like, I think like when you are, when you are aligned, you know, when you're and you're in a state of like doing what it is that you decided to come here to do ultimately, I believe that before we, mm -hmm. we, you know, end up coming here to live this experience, like we, we know what it is that we want to come here and do, but on the, on the way there, sometimes we forget, you know what I mean? Other people place mm -hmm. and project onto you you know, a belief system that may not be in alignment with that. And it's ultimately your job to find, find out what it is that you're here to do. But like going back to what you're saying about people coming into your life, like mm -hmm. I'll tell you about that. this is a crazy story. Like we've had a lot of almost like blow up moments, um, a couple of them at the mm -hmm. hands of other people, you know what I mean? Um, at rave raid. And I, I had a meeting with an old manufacturer for the product. And there was a day where we were, I was driving back and they put in some sweeteners that I didn't necessarily want in there because they were mm -hmm. they just they didn't they weren't up to our standards of what I knew we wanted, but they mm -hmm. kind of went in a different direction. Um, and I was like, this is not right. Like, we there's got to be a better way. Like, there literally has to be a better way to do this. And then something told me intuitively to go to this local apothecary, like right after the meeting. It's like, okay, you need to go, you need to go pick something up there. And then I end up walking in and I'm like looking for the things I need. And this guy's like, hey, I like your jacket. And mm -hmm. Little did I know he's an organic chemist and he's one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. And he asked me like yeah. what, what I was doing with my life. And I told him, I was like, Hey, I'm working on the supplement for people who go to music festivals, like, but it's not going the way I want it to. And he looks at it and he's like, I can fix this for you. And fast forward, what you're drinking now is from that relationship that serendipitously mm -hmm. happened that created the product. Like, right when you're like, when you're doing what it is that you're meant to be doing, like we talked about earlier, like the answers will come to you. They, they will show up. Like mm -hmm. it's just about taking that step and intuitively, intuitively listening to yourself. Like we're all so, so fucking gifted. Like, mm -hmm. insane. like we all have very unique gifts and insights and we know what's best for us. We always know what's best for us. Like it's just following that urge and following that intuition and doing so like great things can happen when you step, step into that. Mm -hmm. But that was just that like a, that was like a random like side I story. I love this but shit. Like, yeah, that's like it's <laughs> like kind of how the the journey of Ravid has been. Like, is it's been like really weird synchronicities and happenings and like yeah. like this mind blowing shit. Honestly, like it's been it's been really fun, and we're just super grateful mm -hmm. to be living in that experience. And that's the experience that we're having, and able to 
reflect that experience into the love we put into the product and into like the memes and like the content and like all the things mm-hmm. we're doing to try to uplift the community and be a good example for it. That's incredible. I feel like I, I'm, I need to like take a page out of your book with like meditation because I, I think there is a huge part of it too. And you can tell me if, you know, I'm right with this, but like the slowing down aspect of it to be able to hear yourself and like get answers. Like that's definitely my biggest problem because I, I'm very intuitive. I'm a Pisces and very intuitive, but Mm -hmm. I don't slow down enough to sometimes let answers like come in. And that's like something I need to work on, but it's, it's crazy when you, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I I get that. Scorpios are my favorite. (laughs) And this makes, this all makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I mean, it's it's good that you met. It's good that you meditate. I, I do meditate. I pull tarot cards like almost every single morning, but I do find myself having moments where I'm like, if you just fucking slowed down and took a break, other new things would start popping into your life. So. I, a, um, I have a program I'll send you, um, Monroe, awesome. Medi- Monroe meditation Institute. I'll give you access to my entire uh, course that oh, I bought cool. because it's without med- meditation, what it does for you without going too far into it and getting off topic, mm-hmm. like meditation, what it does for you is it allows you to become the observer of your reality rather than the the participant in your reality. Mm-hmm. So you, you notice like people will subconsciously try to pull you into different directions because they're unconsciously doing that themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And we have these like subconscious control dramas with one another in situations and experiences. When you become the observer of the reality, you begin, you gain a level of awareness that is above that, which allows you to essentially transcend that because you're mm-hmm. able to realize like, that's not suiting my highest good. That's not suiting where I'm wanting to go. And you no longer place your attention and focus in those places. And then it goes away. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a beautiful thing. Like meditations, it's the greatest gift you could ever give to yourself. Like it, it truly mm-hmm. is like, it's, it's understanding yourself on a deeper mm-hmm. level. Like I, I recommend anyone who's listening to this, like throw go on YouTube. Like there's binaural beats all over YouTube. Like there's, it's free. There's the, it doesn't cost you anything. Like yeah. most people need 30 minutes a day where they stop and don't do anything mm-hmm. like they need that. Like we live in a world that's like just so go, go, go. And like fast pace, fast pace. Like people don't even take enough time to breathe or eat every day. Right. Like giving yourself yeah. that time and space is going to allow you to expand and understand yourself on a deeper level, which therefore is going to lead to a better quality existence outside of you because you're going to be met. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. It's amazing. I'm a huge proponent. The whole team is like, we all meditate. Like it's that's just- so cool. Yeah. That you guys all do that together. I hope this like sparks something in somebody listening, like whether you needed a sign or a message to like get your shit together and start like taking your health seriously. Um, I want to just ask like any final, we didn't like dive super into the product. Um, but if people want more information, they can, they can go on your site to like find out what's, what's yeah. in Reverie. Yeah. Or I can just give like a quick, like two or three minutes synopsis of like what the product yeah what it does essentially. So, so basically, so like it kind of breaks down into three components. Like we wanted to cover hydration, obviously that's like the main, one of the main intentions, but also immune, immune support as well, but also neuroprotection because it's, it's no secret that people do different substances at music festivals. And like, we're not here to tell you what to do and what not to do. Like you get to make free choice. I I believe in free choice. Like I believe Mm -hmm. that people should be able to do what they want to do. Um, so basically getting into like the neuroprotectant. So we use alpha GPC and Huprazine. And those do not hit on your adrenal, your adrenal glands. So caffeine hits on your adrenal glands. So things like coffee, mm-hmm. they don't even, 
they, they hit the adrenal glands and it causes you to, you know, get that rush of energy and then you crash. Right. So nootropics don't do that. They don't make you, they don't hit the adrenal glands, but they do give you a little bit of focus. So we combine that with the L-theanine, which is actually helpful for releasing GABA in the body, which is a chemical that actually helps relax the body without sedating it. Because we all know there's a lot of energy at music festivals. It's easy to get overwhelmed. It's easy to get overstimulated. It's easy to get anxious. So the combination of those two, what it does, it helps relax you, but it helps you focus and stay more present. So then that way you're less likely to kind of like, you know, float out of your body Mm -hmm. and become unpresent or ungrounded. So like, that's the main tenant of what the, you know, the neuroprotectants do, and obviously mm-hmm. can help with neurogenesis and protecting your brain cells. Vitamin C is an incredible neuroprotectant as well. It's been shown in multiple studies, which is great for your immune system. Mm-hmm. And then also we have vitamin D. Um, we even went down to the point of get, uh, securing vegan vitamin D3. So like 99% of vegan or vitamin D is actually from sheep's fat, which is technically not vegan. Yeah. So we went, we went and got a plant-based vitamin D um, just because we want wow. to make sure that this product was is usable for everybody. Mm-hmm. So even down to the small things. Then you've got the things like the magnesium for muscle tension. You've got mm-hmm. the glutamine for muscle tension. It's also good for digestion as well. So if you're, you know, if you're wanting to get an upset stomach while you're you know, at a music festival, then the glutamine will help calm your stomach down. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what else we have in there as well. We have a full proprietary blend of electrolyte salts. So it's a custom formulation. It's not something that you can buy anywhere. Um, it's got like 12 different salts in it that we use or 12 different compounds that ultimately lead up to the electrolyte blend. Wow. So that way we can get more water into your cells. But the main thing that we do as well is this is like the thing that I'm most proud of is that we use organic flavoring. We don't use natural flavoring. The original version we did, but mm-hmm. we started realizing like we wanted to take it to the next level. So the newest version of Rave Raid, the Liddy Lemonade, we use an organic flavoring. And we also use organic coconut sugar because it's lower glycemic. So people who are diabetic are going to be a little bit easier to have an easier time using it. But Mm -hmm. also what that's going to do is it helps stabilize your blood sugars because you're losing, you're losing glucose as you're, you know, like moving your Mm -hmm. body and sweating. So it helps stabilize out your blood sugars. And then we also use the highest quality stevia that we can possibly use. Like we, like we've tried so many stevias and like stevia Mm kind of gets like a some of it's not very good, but we will mm-hmm. use the highest quality. So that way we get a good flavor profile out of the product because we want it to taste good for you guys. So right. in a nutshell, that pretty much is what Ravery does. And then there's also like coconut water powder in there. Cause like, we didn't want to put any fillers in. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, what can we do to give like a little bit more products? So, so people feel like they're getting a good value when they like tear the stick open. So instead right. of putting filler in there, that's potentially harmful. We put coconut water powder to help increase hydration. So like when I say that every single speck of powder in there, like has an intention to increase your frequency or to protect your body or to help you get that, you know, second wind mm-hmm. the morning you wake up from, you know, a crazy night of uh, festival attendance, like it really does work. Like we put a lot of love and intention into it so that it reflects in your experience and hopefully puts you in a frequency that increases the likelihood of you having like that aha moment or wow, life is worth living. Like I'm so yeah. here. Like we want to be a perpetuator of great experiences for people. Like that's why we do what we do. No, thank Thank you for explaining that. Cause I was going to say when I, when you guys first contacted me and I read everything, <clears throat> seeing the breakdown of all of that was just super interesting. Cause I felt like I hadn't heard of that angle where it was taking care of like, not only just like your electrolytes, check that box, but that you put so much thought into it. And it's also crazy to me, like that you had this idea for this product and 
where you are now and how you thought of like literally every last detail. Mm-hmm. And we didn't mention this too, but it's not just for events. Like I literally drank one on Monday cause I was hungover from football Sunday. So you can drink it for people like before, during and after yeah. an event. I, I, the, what I tell people is cause I, I get question, this question all the time. Is like, can I take it every day? I'm like, I was like, do you have a physical human body? And like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like your body needs those things. Yeah. Has, also, I, I forgot to mention too, cause there's just so much in it. Like mm-hmm. we have a steel carnitine, which is a great neuroprotectant. And then it has mm-hmm. all of your B vitamins, like nice. even, even down to the point where it has a methylcobalamin, like we're very particular about the type of B vitamin that goes in there because most people have a genetic deficiency where they can't um, absorb sinicobalamin. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I said that right, they can only absorb methylcobalamin. So like we did the research to make sure that this actually makes a difference for people. Mm-hmm. And if, like, you can take it literally for any, any occasion, just take it every single day. Like I quit drinking coffee because of this stuff. Like I don't drink That's coffee crazy. anymore because I take Raverade. Um, right. I, had a, I had a girl, one of our ambassadors, she told me, she's like, I quit taking Adderall. She's like, I've taken Adderall one time since I started taking the new Raverade. She's like, I don't need Adderall because wow. this stuff helps me. And it's so like that, so if we cool. can help people get off of harm, like more harmful substances and make a positive, healthy association to our product, like mm-hmm. it's another massive win. Like I'm open to like letting this product and like our mission help as many people as possible in any way possible. Right, like right. it doesn't have to be this one way. Like it can be anything, whether it's our words that we share, our rave shaman program on our website or our product, um, like no matter what it is, or even just seeing the totem needing mm-hmm. a safe place to be at. Like if you don't feel safe at a festival, um, for some reason, or you're not having a good time, if you see this totem, like this is always like, it's, it's always open for you to come and meet somebody on our team, get a rave rage stick, say hi, get a picture, mm-hmm. like whatever you need to like enhance your experience. Like this, this sign and this logo is meant to do that. Like that's what we're here for. Perfect. That was a perfect note to end on. And I'm so excited. I think everybody is going to be watching closely. Cause like we said, like you're, you're just getting started and there's so, so much that you can do for this community and you're already doing it. So, um, lastly plug where everybody can find you and Rave Raid. Awesome. So the best place to find us is just on our Instagram. So it's at Rave Raid, R-A-V-E-R-A-I-D-E. Um, we're on TikTok as well. Um, if you're looking to buy the product, you can do it uh, one of a number of ways. So you can either go to Amazon and type in Rave Raid Hydration Sticks, or you could t- type in like Hangover Cure, like anything like that and find our product. Like it helps with our relevancy. Um, or you can just go to www.drinkraveraid.com. And then Emma has a code as well. So if you're listening to this, it'd be great to help her out. Um, what's your code again? Emma K. Emma K. <laughs> I'll so put it in the description. Emma, yeah. So use Emma K at checkout to make sure that you're getting a discount, but also you're supporting Emma and, you know, keeping her dreams going and, and all that good stuff. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's how you'd find us. And then my personal is at, um, at TY underscore Lightwalker. Um, it's just on Instagram. That's the best place to reach mm-hmm. me. So if you ever have like, feedback or suggestions or you're like, Hey, I'd love to see this flavor. Hey, like, have you guys ever thought of this? Like we take feedback, like very seriously. Mm-hmm. And we love getting feedback because we think that there's a lot of people that have genius ideas that can contrib- contribute to the, the community. And mm-hmm. we're always open to hearing them and, you know, collaborating with other brands or whatever. Cause I believe that, you know, we're stronger together as one. Thank you. Thank you for coming on today and for sharing all that. Like I, I feel fucking lifted. So hopefully other people listening do as well. And, um, we will look out for the totem. I know you're going to be moving very soon, which is exciting. Um, but at the next festival that you guys are at, just, uh, stay in touch with them on social media and Tyler, thank you again for coming on.
Thanks for having me on, Emma. I really appreciate it. And thanks, thank you to everyone who uh, tuned in to listen today. Like really, it makes a huge difference for us and our brand and what we're trying to accomplish. So I, I express my deepest level of gratitude to all of you who are listening today. Yay. Thank you so much. Okay. Tyler, hang tight. Everybody else. I'll be back in just a few minutes with EDM news. Yes. Already, you guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Tyler. Huge shout out to him for coming on today. Uh, again, go show him some love and support. Check out Ravery, guys. Again, go to drinkravery.com, discount code MK. I swear by this stuff now. I literally have it packed with me in my bag for the Adam Bayer and Serez D show tonight because I know I'm drinking a couple beatboxes and I'm going to need a Raverade in the morning to just like recover quickly and get hydrated super fast. Gives me all the electrolytes and everything I need. So we love it. Go say hi to Tyler. All his information will be linked down below. Okay, I want to dive into some news this week. I'm going to touch on, we've got a couple like deeper, um, a little bit more like intense topics to talk about today, but I'm going to start with like a little bit of the lighter stuff. So the first thing I want to announce is a project that is very near and dear to my heart because my team is working on it and they are producing it. So it's really exciting. Um, but some of you guys might know that I work with this company called Gray Area. We are a platform dedicated to being like a hub of house music discovery. So uh, about a month, it was a little over a month ago. I think it was a little over a month ago. We um, started this new series called Ocho, which is a radio show that took place on Diplo's Revolution on Sirius XM. It was an eight hour house music marathon with eight different global artists um, who are super innovative in the house music space. So this is our second edition. It's coming back this Saturday, uh, December 11th. It's from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. The lineup is like ridiculously stacked, you guys. Like it's Archie Hamilton, Ariel Free, Dennis Cruz, Dennis Ferrer, Dombreski, Giulia Nasia, John Summit, and Julia Nico. Fucking crazy. Like these people are killing it. House legends so again it's eight hours nonstop on Sirius XM on Diplo's Revolution it's called Ocho go check it out you guys there's all the information you need on at enter gray area it's also on our website grayarea.co so I hope some of you guys uh, tune into that you'll discover some new music these are all exclusive sets never before heard so it's really exciting. So that's going on December 11th. Um, we also have the Elro show this weekend, which I'm going to be at. So I hope to see you guys there. Um, it is at Avant Gardner. It is a two-stage takeover. And it is Elro's Rose Attacks Party, which is this like really cool, like alien-themed intergalactic world. It's fucking bananas. If you've never been to an Elro show, you are truly missing out. So if tickets are still available, Highly, highly recommend you guys come. The lineup is insane. Um, Lee Foss's label, Repopulate Mars, is going to be doing one of the stage takeovers. So absolutely incredible. So that's where I'm going to be this weekend. Um, what else do we have? Uh, ARC tickets are officially on sale. I think the pre-sale ends soon, but I've talked about it already. ARC was one of my favorite festivals this past year. It's incredible for house and techno over in Chicago, Labor Day weekend. Uh, and next year, it's going to be three full days. So Highly recommend you guys checking this out. Um, also, Camp EDC sold out in 30 minutes, literally 30 minutes. I feel bad because I had people texting me and DMing me being like, how quickly does it sell out? Do you know? And I had only done camping this year and I got in through the wait list and it was a really weird situation last year because obviously we didn't have EDC in 2020. So a lot of people like sold their tickets or transferred them. And then when the festival moved a couple times, like, 
it was just craziness. So I think I got lucky that I got off of the wait list and got the camping. But if you didn't get it, do not panic. People panic buy tickets and then they can't go or they can't use them or spots open up. So do not worry if you didn't get camping. As soon as they open a wait list, get on it. You guys will find, you know, if there is a will, there is a way. You will find a way. You could also consider doing RV, um, the RVs because I think they have passes left. So that's pretty much everything. The only other festival announcement I have is about Desert Hearts Festival. So they are one of the most beloved house and techno brands. Um, and they are going to be having their 10th anniversary event next year. They just announced the dates. So it's going to be April 28th through May 2nd. And they are moving to a new location. Um, I'm not as familiar with this festival. You guys, I only became familiar with Desert Hearts like in the last... I would probably say like over quarantine because they had such a strong um, Twitch stream. So that's really where I became familiar with them. So I gather it was at like another location. So people like really, really loved this other location. They're going to be moving it to a new one for the 10th anniversary. But they did said say that the venue is an open canvas with an endless grass dance floor, a massive beach and a lake with swimming access for day parties. So it's still going to be one stage, one vibe nonstop music so that's really exciting um fan pre-sale begins thursday december 9th if you guys want to check that out okay the last two things i want to talk about are somewhat related they relate to the dance music industry and like severe issues that we face and these aren't anything new these are things we've talked about plenty of times before but um an artist that a lot of people love her name is ducky um they posted this message on Twitter because they just released their first album and they said it was also their last release as well. Um, They basically stated in a tweet that although music was something that was like a saving grace for them, it also broke their spirit at the same time. It says, I cannot continue to fight for the tiniest shred of space at the intersection of transphobia and misogyny in this frat that will never respect or accept me. I can't do it. I love myself too much to suffer in that space. And I know you guys will understand that I cannot sacrifice my mental, spiritual, and emotional health to an industry that abuses me solely on the strength of who I am. Keep the rave alive for me. Keep that spirit of inclusion and acceptance going at every show. I know you will. You're the best of the best. And I am so grateful for every experience I've shared with you, every piece of candy, every story you've told me, every hug. I love you to pieces. I want to thank my longtime collaborator, Sydney Jones, for bringing my vision to life so beautifully over and over again. Please give her a follow. This is a beautiful journey and I am excited for the next one. Thank you. Love you. Morgan. So that like brings me to tears because it's really, really upsetting to see an artist like broken to the point like where they can't do what they feel like they were brought here to do and like a passion that they can't do anymore because an industry just doesn't accept and I haven't been in the industry that long so I can't really speak to it that much but this is nothing new like we constantly hear that it's like a men's club and it's really hard for people of color and it's really hard for women to get ahead in this space and when you hear things like this it kind of like makes you think a lot of like what goes on behind the scenes that you don't realize and it can be really really difficult so it's really upsetting um but I would highly encourage you guys to go check out the album give it some streams share it show Ducky some love um because I'm can't imagine how difficult of a decision that was but there is hopefully something better for them around the corner and we wish them all of the best so that's the first thing I just wanted to share with you guys and then the second thing 
Okay, the second thing I want to say, quick trigger warning, because I am going to talk a little bit about sexual assault and rape. Um, This is a tweet that has gone viral. It's from a photographer in the music industry that goes by Grimm at Where is Grimm. Um, She posted a couple stories detailing sexual assault from some major names in the music industry. Again, this is nothing new. We've dealt with this with um, allegations against Space Nectar. There were allegations against Snails. Who was the other one? Space Jesus, I think, also had um, allegations against him. Yeah, that was another really big one. So it's really, really unfortunate. This is a, a thing that we deal with in real life every day. But the fact that it is still very prevalent in the dance music industry is extremely unfortunate. And we need to do a better job of protecting people in this space. So you guys can go read it. Um it details sexual assault over the past few years dating back to I think this is a lot of this happened in 2018 and in 2019 but she is a photographer and she does detail um, situations that happened with um, allegations against Trampa, 12th Planet, and Gammer. All, All of three of those were named in her posts. So my heart goes out to her. I hope that she's okay. I hope that she's healing. Uh, she's extremely brave to finally share her stories online and speak about it because if you can read some of the comments, they're disgusting. I never understand people who can like shit on another person's post who is being like open and honest about a situation that they had. It's extremely difficult. So uh, I hope she's okay and she's finding healing. But again, um, a couple other artists have come out Um in defense of her, I know more kismet wrote on the post. I think Rekno also might have said something too, but like we just need to really do a better job of protecting the people in the space and the women in the space and they shouldn't be taken advantage of in different situations and men just should know how to fucking control themselves a little bit better here. So yeah, that's just another thing I wanted to bring up because it's a huge part of our industry and I want to use my platform to speak about things like that. If you see something, say something, you guys. If you see somebody being harassed at a show, say something, step in. You never know like how much you could be helping somebody or saving their life. Uh, I've experienced that at shows before, so uh, I'm just wishing her the best. I hope she's okay and I love all of you guys. I hope you guys all stay, stay safe at the shows that you go to. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please be careful you know, behind the scenes or, you know, anybody who promises you anything. Um, you just never know a person really. And like people in power can sometimes abuse those positions. So just be careful out there, you guys. But that is everything I have for you this week. I know it's ending on a heavier note, but it's important to talk about these things. Um, I hope you all are staying safe out there again. Um, I would love, love, love to hear from you. I'm always looking for your feedback. So Definitely start sending over your submissions for the Best of EDM 2021. Uh, I'm already reading through your Facebook comments and you guys have the best submissions already. So it's really, really fun to um, read all of your feedback on that. But I think that's everything, guys. If you really enjoyed today's episode with Tyler, please let him know. Um, It would mean the world to me if you could share this episode with a friend today. Link it out on Twitter, Instagram, or simply just rate, review, and subscribe over on our YouTube channel. And again, go show our sponsor some love, Raverade and GlowFX. Go check out GlowFX's 12 deals, uh, 12 days of Christmas deals. And with all that being said, I'm going to go to the Prids show. So you guys can follow along with me on social media at RaveCultureCast and at Emma Capotis if you want to see all the stuff I'm up to. And yeah, with all that being said, have an incredible week and I will see you guys next Wednesday. Bye, guys.